What's up, everybody? Welcome to Geek's Got Game, episode 9. It is our E3 preview extravaganza. I just came up with that on the spot. It was pretty nice, huh? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I'm Josiah Leroy, your host, and with me today, Jeffrey Pavs. What's happening? Kevin Kapsiak making his go. podcast debut. Woo! Happy to be here. Doesn't he have a pleasant voice, everybody? It's just so smooth, you know? Gotta love it. Say something, Kevin. Oh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I don't know what you want to say. It just, sounded... right now. <laughs> it just sounded great. And my good friend, Sammy B. Hi, guys. Hi. So, uh, busy week ahead. Uh, when this airs, it'll be Thursday. We've got E3 in just a few days. But really, the real reason we're all here, um, this is going to serve as my uh, roller hockey post-game show. So, um, <laughs> I, uh, I had a really good game. Uh, okay. I had another two goals tonight, which was great. Nice. My team lost, which was terrible. But uh, I'm a defenseman, so Pavlak, you can appreciate that. Sam, you can appreciate that. I Pavlak love defenseman. You guys, yeah. Yeah. Just well, call no, me Eric Carlson. Actually, Phil is not a defenseman. He's a forward. Mm. But sometimes he's a de- terrible defenseman. Don't, See, don't listen to this, honey. <laughs> what a Phil, what we love round you, are you expecting to go in the uh, entry draft? <laughs> Third, fourth, maybe get all the way up to that second round if possible. Oh, rounds! Not you're not talking overall. No. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no. I was hoping to, to look, squeak into the end of the first round. Look, but I extended that olive branch far enough, man. I don't need to. I don't need to push. <laughs> listen, in two two games, I've got four goals for as a defenseman. That's pretty good. All right. So, anyway, I digress. Uh, E3 this week will be on the floor in Los Angeles. I'm excited. It hasn't quite hit me yet. I'm, like, all over the place. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm actually going to be at E3. We're going to have an awesome, awesome home war room just like we did last year. And uh, I think the real reason I brought up my hockey team, no, I remember. I got off on a tangent. <laughs> uh, they, uh, they were rooting us on, and they said good luck at E3 because last year they thought we were at E3 based on our coverage. So that's a nice compliment. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, so well, what's everybody playing right now? What do you got in your system, your handheld? We'll start with Pavlok. What are you doing? Mario Kart. Lots and lots of Mario Kart. Yeah, we played the other night. We did. After uh, Bison's... Uh, st- oh, what is Sam... Oh! Not just any ordinary 3DS. Oh, that is pretty. The special... Hyrule. Yeah. Yep. Hi- uh, Link Between Worlds. Sam, that is Triforce gorgeous. edition. Keep your yeah, eyes that, on that. That is a beautiful 3DS. You got a shifty character across the room. Gif Polak as we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yes, on, on the way to Niagara Falls Comic Con, we came up with an alias for, for Jeff Pavlak. I won't get into the details because it's disturbing, folks. Yeah, don't but, go into uh, the details. But Gif Polak is his uh, alternate <laughs> ego. So, I expect uh, to see a lot of that going forward. So, Gif, we played Mario Kart, and, um, I mean, you were dominant. It was you, me, Jimbo, and Trevor. Yep. And Jimbo is playing Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale in the next room, by the way. And uh, so you finished first most of the time. All except one race. I finished second a lot. You did. You, <laughs> even, won, was you, catching you. you even won a race one time. I don't even remember. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just I snuck in there. Yeah, we had a great time that night. And then Trevor and all his fatty fat got by me in the one race. <laughs> and it, was, it, was, it was just the worst. He, blocked, then, he blocked that turn. You couldn't, just couldn't get around him. So next morning, we're going to Niagara Falls Comic Con. I see a banana peel outside my car. <laughs> and I believe you. <laughs> like, this is serious stuff, folks. All right, Mario Kart, anything else? No. <laughs> Nothing. All right. Kevin, what are you playing? You're, you're a, a wide array gamer. Yeah. You play everything. Uh, are you ready to confess right here on this podcast what you are currently playing and haven't been yet? <laughs> uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Battlegrounds. Every night, I got a group of four people play every night. Don't ever win, but it's still fun. It's, it's the fun of it. You gotta carry people away. And then I'm still working my way through the surge. I think I'm on New Game Plus 4 now. Impressive. Yeah, it's fun. It's cool. Game. You should definitely buy it. Absolutely. You're like, you were like, I think maybe the deepest gamer we have. So there's the mainstream titles. There's like the, I guess, 
more generic titles, but like if there's a game you haven't heard of, you've played it, I think. But more than likely, I've played a lot of games. <laughs> Hardcore gamer is the way to yeah. put it. Uh, Sammy B, what are you playing right now? Um, I'm playing on the 3DS uh, Fire Emblem Echoes Shadows of Valentia. Which, funny story, I bought a copy of that game, and then I won a copy of that game. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. How'd you win it? Um, By doing training at work. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They, I got, like, an envelope from Nintendo of America, and they're like, congratulations! Here's a digital copy of Shadows of Valentia. And I'm like, I can't. I can't just return my copy. All my save data is on it. Nintendo. Nintendo. Of course, they didn't send you all the DLC packs, so it's just just yes, holding it yes. right in front of you, dangling I, it right in front. I of you. opened it and I was like, "Please be the season pass. Please be the season pass." They're like, "Nope, have fun playing your game." It's like, "Oh, thanks, guys. I'm already halfway through it." Oh, man, well, it's kind of fun to win stuff, though. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. I wasn't expecting it at all. I had no idea I was even in a contest. How good is Echoes, by the way? I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I like it. Um, it definitely feels like it's how um awakening and fates were where you had all that extra stuff with the children and like have the relationships they kind of just got rid of it because they never put it in right. there was really no way to put it into fire emblem gaiden um so it feels very simplistic but in a good way you're just okay. like oh i don't have to worry about this um the only my only gripe with it is that there are so much dialogue happening like i feel like i'm spending more time talking to people than i am actually battling which is infuriating <laughs> i'm like and the nice thing is that all the dialogue is all fully voiced but i i want to battle wait like not like those quips where it's just like you know like a generic comment and then you see the written dialogue no it's all all voiced that's everything actually really, is, that's impressive yeah everything is fully voiced there's only a couple where i've noticed that it hasn't been uh fully voiced but it, for the most part, like you can just do it on auto and just sit there and watch movies play out. Yeah. They really ran all, went all out for that remake. They really did. Wow, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Welcome to the one game club. Yeah, one yeah. game. No, it's it's been few and far between. The last few months have been crazy busy for us at the Geekiverse. Um, I am. So I just finished The Walking Dead: A New Frontier. Uh, full season of that. How was it? Awesome. Awesome. I, I was a big fan of the first two seasons. I never played the spinoff. Uh, I can't remember the name of Michonne? it. Michonne? Yes. Yes. I never played that one. It didn't review that well. Um, I'm a big fan of Telltale in general, if you know me at all. But um, this was so well done without getting into spoilers. Like, Clementine is not the main character, but she's so prominent and important to the story. Oh, man. it's Just do yourself a service and go play that game if you're into uh, interactive storytelling. There's that. I have barely touched Mass Effect Andromeda. It's just anytime I find time to play, it's Telltale because it's like, okay, I can sit down for an hour and, and play an episode. Yep, yep. Mass Effect, what I've played of it, I've, I've enjoyed. I'm probably eight to ten hours in and it's starting to turn a little bit for me. Uh, you just got to scale down your expectations from the epicness that was Mass Effect 2 and 3. Uh, it's more of a, a universe setting game. So um, there's that. I was playing Sniper Elite 4 for a little bit. That's a lot of fun. It's I don't know. It's like a guilty pleasure game for me. Uh, I think that's about it right now. I'm waiting for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Episode 2, which comes out this week. So that'll be my next little venture. And then, at the end of the month, 
the insane trilogy, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, that yes. Not, not leaving my PS4. Dad, <laughs> I was telling everyone at work, I'm like, this is the perfect summertime game. Oh, my it's gosh. Crash. Yeah. You can play, you yeah. pick it up for a little bit, go back outside. Yep. It's, yep. Yep. Oh, exactly. Man, it's like, wait. hey, guys, you, you guys want to play Crash with me? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, if you're listening, it is never leaving my PS4. I'm sorry. But so, funny story. Jamie, myself, and Amanda from the Geekiverse, we played that so much when we were little. Like, Crash Bandicoot 3, I'm pretty sure we can still play some of those levels with our eyes shut. Like, when, so Amanda and I would have probably been like 10 when we were playing that all the time. That and Crash Team Racing. And then uh, Jamie's a few years younger than us, but uh, just a lot of nostalgia for me. I, I love that franchise, and I'm glad Sony's investing in it uh, to come back. Hopefully they, they do a new title here in the next few years. Uh, so also I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this episode is sponsored by Oogie Games. You can visit any of their six locations if you're in the western New York or greater Buffalo area. Uh, also, if you are not in that area, you can visit them at oogiegames.com. They, uh, they sell everything, new and used video games, and they do some really good uh, repair work for your consoles and controls. Uh, so before we wrap up segment one, I kind of wanted to go through some interesting stats um, that we got from Dan Hewitt, who is the vice president of media relations and event management for Entertainment Software Association. Uh, so for E3, basically, that's the group that puts that on every year. Uh, some really cool stats. First off, for one week every year, this event in LA generates $40 million in revenue for the city. Wow. That is... Think about that. Let that sink in. Forty million. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Like so, are you good for that? It shows how strong the video game community now, is. Now, let me let me ask you a question. You probably don't know off the top of your head. How much revenue did uh, the World Juniors do for us? Ah, uh, that's a great Buffalo. question. We should look it up in between segments. Okay. Um, I, yeah. I can't imagine it'd be as much, but that's a good marker to yeah. kind of say, hey, look at what this did. Yeah. Because World yeah. Juniors for us is like huge. Because, yeah, I would say the World Juniors is huge. Oh, my gosh. Like everywhere. And yeah. It's incredible. Um, there, I mean, for E3 2017, just kind of um, looking through some of the stats here, there's 79 new companies that have never gone to E3 before. Uh, there will be over 100 exhibitors, so basically on the showroom floor where you can go and try out things. Um, let's see here. One third of the exhibitors are international, so that's kind of cool, bringing in money for the, the United States economy here. Um, there will be more than 2,300 prod- products on display this year, so no shortage of, of things to do. And then uh, the E3 Coliseum, which is, is kind of uh, a new, I guess, uh, bullet point to the show this year run by, by Jeff Keeley is going to be um, just adding to that. There was another stat that I had read here. Um, it was 31... Uh, 35, excuse me, is the average age for a gamer these days. Oh. <laughs> average. Makes well, sense. then. How about that, though? Because most people... Don't you think when when you guys talk about games, depending on who it is, like it's us, so we we all know. But when you're talking to a non gamer, it's like the stigma is like, oh, you're you're just a little kid; it never grew up, yeah. right? Yeah. No, that perception is still there. Like it, it definitely is intense. Like I, I just had a discussion with someone at work the other day about it, and I was like, <laughs> actually, well, uh, think, I mean, well, we'll think about when like you know the original Nintendo was coming out. That was mid eighties, eighty five, eighty six. And then mm-hmm. Super Nintendo was early 90s. So, I mean, if you were even five years old back then, 
I mean, you're, you know, pushing 35, 40 now. So, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, that would be about These right. These things have really been around. It doesn't feel like they've been around as long as they are, but video games have, you know, really been a you know staple of entertainment media for some time now. Mm-hmm. The other stigma out there is that it's mostly males that are playing. Um, <laughs> Another misconception. <laughs> yes. Uh, a, a, so this was kind of an interesting stat. It's adult women represent a greater portion of the video game playing population. 31%. That's a lot. Then boys age 18 or younger, which is only 18%. That is amazing. Like very impressive. Not not just, you know, younger girls that are, are growing up. Like young to middle-aged girls represent a big portion of that. So that's pretty awesome. Like gaming is universal. It's yep. it's not going away. It's only growing. Last that I saw on here that I thought was pretty awesome if I can find it. Okay. Uh, the latest generation of video game consoles is stimulating demand for new games. So that's PS4, Xbox One, now Nintendo Switch. Uh, worldwide console game sales are expected to grow from $24.9 billion in 2012 to $31 billion this year. Uh, so console gaming is not dead, obviously. Uh, gaming in, as a whole is, is really... It's nice to see that that trajectory is going upwards. I think that's interesting. I just saw a stat the other day that said that we're spending more money on PC games or PCs now than we are consoles, but that's just showing that people are spending more money to stay with the times, but the consoles are still sticking with it too at a much lower rate. Exactly. It's impressive. It really is. It's impressive what they can put in these little consoles. The number for that, it's so high, yet it's that much more intensive for PC gamers. So good news is if you're a gamer, if you've got a kid that's a gamer or you've just grown up as one, uh, it's here to stay. And uh, it's a good time for us at the Geekiverse, obviously. So uh, in segment two, we are going to go through Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo in terms of what they announced last year and what we expect them to announce this year. We've got some pretty good leaks uh, from good sources, we think, at least from our research in the past week. Uh, So stay tuned. We'll be right back. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed, and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in. And tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, Thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. It's Friday night. The food's on the downward spiral. Here we go. Cause we got no control. It's Friday night. So we save my life. Welcome back to Geek Scott Game, sponsored by Oogie Games. I'm Josiah. I've got Pavlok, Kevin, and Sammy B with me. Uh, with our E3 preparation here, we're going to go through uh, the big three companies uh, in terms of console manufacturers and kind of recap what happened last year, some fond memories for us, and then what we can expect for this year. So Kevin's going to uh, run us up first here for Microsoft. Uh, what happened last year, Kevin? Uh, I mean, they came out with Gears of War 4 was how they started it, and um, and then they kind of rolled into the normal uh, Forza. Yes. Every year that's going to happen. ReCore was a big one last year. It kind of came out of nowhere. Didn't it? I feel like that was announced the previous year. And then this... So 2015. 2015 was And then years ago. 2016 was... It was like almost non-existent, if I remember correctly. They showed it, and they. I think the big thing was it, and I don't know if they had announced it yet. They had showed a little more of the game, and they were getting ready to unveil that it was Play Anywhere. It was the first Play Anywhere title. 
So before they do that, so I think they just had a little bit this year when they waited to make sure they had to play anywhere left. But I'm not 100% on that. Did you guys play Recore at all? I own it. I played it. <laughs> Wait, I, I got it was... really, really cheap yeah, at Black Friday. Pavlag, wasn't it you who was super excited about it? Yeah, anyways. I, I, I love KG and Fooney. Yeah, I, I got a Metroid Prime Mega Man sense from it, and I love KG and Fooney, and uh, they had some Metroid Prime developers working on it, and I thought it was going to be Listen, fantastic. I'll tell you, wasn't it a $40 price tag when it's, it came out? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Yes, it was. And that, okay, I'm sorry. In the gaming in, yes, it is. Oh, in the yeah. gaming industry, nope. if something doesn't come out at fifty nine ninety nine, you immediately become super suspicious. Don't you almost need to like put it at 59 even though you know it's bad? What do you mean? Like, shouldn't Microsoft <laughs> have said this is going to yeah. be $60 still? Because then... I I don't understand what the percep- perception is. Like, why they made it 40 like, automatically. But you you already know that there's there's something wrong. There was a collective groan, kind of. It was like, ugh, 40 bucks. So I played most of it. I don't not finish games. I didn't finish this game. I <laughs> what was wrong with it? Like, come on, tell me what were the issues? I played it months after it came out. I think it was September, and I ended up playing it maybe like January, February. So some of the, I guess, bugs should have been worked out. Anyway, not a heavy story at all, like it was touted to be. When I, I first saw it, I was like, oh, man, they're going to have the story between the female character that you see there and the uh, the bot, basically. Mm-hmm. like you know, the, Almost like a dog. There's going to be a, a level of emotion there. There was nothing there. The gameplay was, like, average at best. The shooting mechanic was okay, but it was, like, rudimentary. It was not not challenging. What grinded my gears is the grind <laughs> level. So, you know what really grinds my gears? As I was going through it, there were certain, like, orbs that you had to pick up. Like, a, a number of them to progress to the next level. That really should have been a secondary stat, and it was a prominent stat that wouldn't let you go into the next level without it. And I was only probably, I think it was 80% of the way through the game, and it would have taken me hours and hours to, to grind towards these, unlock the, the skill level that I had to to get them. And it was just frustrating, and I was like, I'm done. I barely have time to play games as it is. I'm not doing this, and I was... Mad. Hence the thirty nine ninety nine price yeah. point. I mean, oh, I, I paid like ten dollars for it. I think the game was pretty short too. If I want to say, I think it was only like six to eight hours, which is at forty dollars makes sense for six to eight hours. Sure, sixty dollars. Even even for forty dollars, that's still pushing it for me for a sixty eight hour or six to eight hour game. I mean, there are some really good six to eight, or I'll say maybe probably eight to ten hour games that you would pay sixty bucks for, but it's it's few and far between. So See, I play RPGs, and they're always like sixty hours plus. Yeah, those seventy hours. Yeah, Final yeah. And See, Fire I actually Emblems. prefer mostly shorter games, only because I like to jump game to game. Yeah. Now yeah. everyone's obviously got their own preference. You are more RPG heavy, yes. or more open world heavy. I'll say. Yeah. So with this, it was just so disappointing. It was, it felt linear in an open world, mm-hmm. and man, Microsoft, that sucks. But I digress. Sorry, Kev. All right, <laughs> uh, they showed a little bit of Final Fantasy 15. It was the big Titan fight. Was the big demo they showed there? Some division stuff. They uh, Battlefield One was shown, and they made it a very big point to say that it came out early on EA Access, so people would buy EA Access to play that game early. Uh, Microsoft Realms and crossplay between all Windows things, so you can play with your friends on your the, play with your friends on the computer when you were on the Xbox. And then Inside was shown. 
And then kind of the uh, elephant in the room for last year was Cuphead again, which is still not out. <gasps> what is happening there? It's, it is we'll coming out. It's right? coming out soon. I'm I sorry. It. It, I think it's you don't think so? Hell. Yeah. Oh. It's not coming out. I don't think so. I know they said quarter three of this year, but we're getting there. Like, Well, I just saw some gameplay of it uh, not too long ago, and it, it looks amazing. It really does. But they had gameplay last year, too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. So I'm sorry. I feel like I've been reading so about yeah. that for a long time. Like, what is happening? <laughs> That's not a huge game, right? Like, that should be done. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it's an indie game, but still. Um, we got Scalebound, which is canceled. Yeah, but they it's... two days ago, they just renewed the copyright to it. So it's... I was excited for Scalebound. Canceled, yeah, but not too. completely destroyed yet. <laughs> they might turn it into maybe like a mobile game or some kind of... Yeah, maybe. maybe. like an indie type title. I mean, they got the name. They had the hype behind the name. Why would I they know. give the name up? And then Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, Halo Wars 2 was kind of how they rounded it out there. So, but. Okay, game-wise, nothing fancy. We knew about almost all of those. And the big one with Battlefield 1 was not a secret, and no. nor was it console exclusive. I prefer Xbox to PlayStation. I love them both. So it's sobering as kind of like a Microsoft fan to be like, yeah, you know what? Sony crushed it which you know we'll get to in a little bit but uh anyway kevin looking forward to this year heard some juicy leaks lately and it's going to be a pivotal press conference for microsoft with what is really an important release for the scorpio yeah and actually it's funny because the first thing they say they haven't they kind of say that the scorpio is getting leaked but the first thing they say is you can stream our streams in 4k this year so they're kind of hinting they kind of know that that's happening but Scorpio is going to be announced. It's going to get a name. It's going to pretty much, from what the leaks have said, it's the same as a Titan video card. So for all you guys who don't know, that's second best one out, I believe, right now at this point. Maybe the third, just I think the 1080 Ti just came out. But it's the third best video card out there. And it's going to be in 4K resolution native. And it's going to be able to be downscaled depending. And it's going to have a bunch of things. And they kind of have a leak for price marks. So, uh... The big thing is, people are saying $400 realistically, but if they want to be aggressive and take over the PS4 Pro, $350. See, we talked about it in Geek Scott Game, I think in January, and we're like, they've really got to undercut the PS4 Pro, or at least match it, to to be relevant with this. Because this is not a a new... It's really not a new generation. So I have a quick question, Kev. Um, Can I call you Kev? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was the question. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I'm done. No, um, how much of a... (laughs) 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 Um, How much of a hit is Microsoft actually taking on the Scorpio if they do make it a 350 price point? I mean, from what I was originally told, the price point was going to be five to six hundred dollars, and that's even at that was a conservative price point to be making a slight margin profit there. So how do you make that back if it is indeed like supposed to be five or six? Don't worry about it. You sell games and you take the deficit just so you can beat Sony. You would take yeah. It it would be more about. Probably market control, okay. I would assume. So you take a loss on that and hope that maybe it launches you into the a better spot for the next generation. I mean, that's my assumption. That, I mean, that's most people's assumption is they're going to take a loss and so people have it in their house. And then if it's three fifty, I'm buying one day one. Oh, uh, my same. my, even if it's four hundred, I think because my Xbox One is actually starting to fade a little bit. 
I agree. Mine's starting to get real slow, like with the new up, newest update. Yeah, it's, it's not handling slow. it. Very it's like well. the, they're like forcing you. They're like, hey guys, you know it's <laughs> it slow now. Slow. It's like getting a new yeah. phone, right? Yeah, they're like, hey, it's slow, but you will know what? It won't be slow on the Scorpio. Pay us. <laughs> Give us your money. Yes. <laughs> Give us all your credits. Yes. So you also mentioned off air something interesting about the Scorpio's true possible title oh yeah so uh they came out with a they uh copyrighted an s logo the other day a few mm. days ago and um hey yoda <laughs> <laughs> scorpio you say so yeah we were thinking i wish it was called scorpio i kind of like that i, I like scorpio it's unique. i hate i hate when they start changing the names like uh, my biggest disappointment was the Nintendo Wii, which it was supposed to be the Nintendo Revolution, and then the Wii U was supposed to be like the NX, or was it the Switch? Was supposed to Switch. be the NX. Switch was yeah. NX. yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved the Project Natal for Connect. That kind of sounded ba. Yeah, um, you know, Connect is whatever. It's already dead. Why do the project names sound better than the actual consoles? Yeah, Come on, guys. Seriously, what do you think the S stands for? Are we all gonna go around now? I. I think it's Xbox One, the sequel. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. What if it's not just one name, it's an entire title? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. I I totally forgot what my prediction was. I didn't write it down. Oh, Oh, yeah. Super. That's what I meant. (laughs) Because I was like... I hope that, like, when you turn it on, it powers up like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it's a Saiyan. <laughs> oh, oh dude, I can Jeff. get behind that. Yeah, <laughs> what, what do you think? Xbox Saiyan. No, uh, mine is the Xbox Second. Can you imagine if they name it <laughs> Xbox the Second? The Second. <laughs> Just super full of themselves. Yeah. Like, it's Xbox the Second. <laughs> Your Xbox One is irrelevant. <laughs> if, okay, if at E3 they have the name and it is the Second... <laughs> I really hope I'm here with you guys so we can record the reaction because I will die. Oh I, I can't wait to hear what this is going to be called. I mean, those are tough names to beat. What Do you have one, Puff? I know. No, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. Or what if it's like Xbox Shift and they're like, it's a shift <laughs> in philosophy. Can yeah. you see Phil Spencer saying that? You got the click. At the, you hear the click noise in the background. <laughs> this is happening. They're trying to bump Nintendo out, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Your switch, the yeah, your switch is nothing compared <gasps> to our shift. Hey, I'm looking for the Nintendo Swift. <laughs> like, what? What if Rick and, what that, if Rick right? and Morty show up on screen and introduce it as the Xbox Swifty? <laughs> I'm all in. You guys heard that? Uh, if that happens, I will trade my PS4 and again <laughs> and get a Swift. No, apparently, Nintendo's been. Uh, oh no, Microsoft has been spying on Nintendo because of the Switch. You didn't hear about those rumors mm-hmm. either. There's this whole thing that says Nintendo's like been eyeing down Nintendo or Microsoft's eyeing down Nintendo, making watching what they do. <laughs> I can just see like Why? two like huge buildings, and one's Microsoft and one's Nintendo, and they're looking at each other with like spy glasses, well, like looking through the window, yeah. like you so man, you got a microscope, you. and then as soon yeah. as they're noticed, they go. I have a yeah. small <laughs> theory on that actually. Okay. So there was a theory, a uh, game theory. Uh, YouTube channel. They came out and they said that the Switch is probably going to augmented reality with the different the controllers have a little um, camera on that and you have augmented reality kind of like Pokemon Go. Uh, there was a semi-leak that said that Microsoft might show off a mixed reality headset 
mm. at this. So it's not completely virtual reality, but it's gonna it's kinda like trying to push the Scorpio to see it. They said mixed reality. Take it as what you mean. I couldn't figure it out. It could be virtual reality. It could be augmented. It could be both. They had the HoloLens. They did all the testing on the HoloLens, and that fell flat. So, Yeah, I wonder what that technology is going to result in for them. Well, the funny thing is, is that they did a little bit of um, augmented reality on the 3DS. When you first got it, you got mm-hmm. the AR cards, That's right. and they did nothing with it. It just kind of fell by the wayside. I forgot about that. Totally. Yeah, I did. And it was really cool Like when they were first introducing it and everything. But I mean, like, and they had some like AR cards for like Bravely Default and Kid, Kid Icarus, Icarus yep. and and then that was it. <laughs> uh, Kevin, what else we got for Microsoft for this uh, year? I mean, we got the four big ones. We got a new Forza game, whatever one it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't keep track of them. Hold uh, on, can I just stop good. for a second? How is it that Microsoft can have a new good racing game every year, but Sony can't even come out with one? Come on, guys! Come on! Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. Kevin. No, I agree. Like they they should they should figure even, that out. Even Nintendo got Mercedes for Mario Kart. True. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Mario Kart's my favorite racing All game. Right. So and then we got uh, State of Decay two. We got Crackdown three and Sea of Three. Sea of Thieves. Sorry, those are the big four that are definitely going to be there. There's no doubt in my mind those are going to be there. Yep. And then we got some more leaks slash speculations. Uh, Battlegrounds running exclusively on the Scorpio mm. because it will be the only one that will be able to. Oh, uh, man. I like, I like the sound of that. Okay. We okay. got um, Final Fantasy XIV that's st- apparently still in talks about. They're going to show Cuphead again and it's going <laughs> to fall on its face again. Um, on its mug face. And I mean... Cup face. The thing of it is, uh, 343 is going to be there. I, there's not a new Halo. We know for a fact, no new Halo. But maybe they're going to say that either Master Chief Collection or the newest Halo is going to be Windows 10 powered and be on PC also. Yeah, that's a possibility. I was a little bit disappointed when they were like, listen, we're not really showing off Halo 6. But, I mean, that would have been a nice hand-in-hand launch for the Scorpio. I, that's you know, That was one of my predictions earlier this year. I thought it would have made sense. I mean, Who knows where they are at with their development timeline on that, though. We do know the one that is going to be Scorpio, really, the one game that is going to be is Middle Earth. Yes, October which just released, got delayed. October release date, does that mean that Scorpio is going to be... See, when it was back? an August release date, I was like, I wonder if that means Scorpio is coming out in August. Probably not. There were rumors that it was supposedly yeah, was coming definitely. out in August. Do you think that's possibly why it got delayed, or do you think it got... Okay, I think that's exactly why it got delayed, because I don't think they were ready to release it then. Why would you put a game that you've already stated is Scorpio-related out before the Scorpio comes out? My only thought with that was that they could have released every other version and then just released the Scorpio version they when that came it. out. They wouldn't sell. They try they, they try that all the time. Wait, I'm so confused. For the Scorpio version of games, are they going to actually be different games than their standard Xbox game? Different resolution. Run a different, more So it, it won't just be, like, enhanced. Well, it's kind of like... You know how you have a PC game? I don't know if you've ever played PC games. you got different settings. you got low, medium, high. Mm-hmm. You're going to get ultra on the Scorpio, okay. whereas the Xbox One's maybe running at medium level right now. Okay. So it is kind of a big thing where I know a lot of developers don't want to make two different resolutions in game. They don't want to do it. So, I mean, it is kind of a big thing. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works. Well, because for the PS4 Pro, um, certain games, it'll say on the actual box, Pro Enhanced. So you can play it in 4K, like in true 4K, but you don't have to have PS4 like... doesn't have to true 4k okay god damn it i don't even care <laughs> upscale yeah true yeah. which really for people who care about that and i think a large 
percentage of the gaming population does, like that resolution is going to make a big difference. That is a rumored to be a very powerful system, Scorpio. And then or the second, whatever it may be. If they're smart, they'll show Destiny 2 running at 60 frames per second on oh, it. Because the PS4 Pro can uh, only run it at 30, so... That's interesting. I bet you we don't see it, though. Cause... Oh, if, if Sony has... I mean, they do have their ties with Sony, yeah. so I highly doubt you're going to see it on Xbox. Like be in, it'd be I nice we do. in, like, a highlight reel, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they did a huge highlight reel of all these indie games last year, too, so it's possible. Man. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't expect any bombshells from Microsoft. I don't know. That's just me. But uh, it's very important that they nail this conference with the Scorpio and that maybe they have some games that we haven't thought about because it's all, it's supposed to be focused on games. You know, as head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, has stated numerous times, I think he's done a good job since he took over that brand. We'll just uh, see what happens. Last, what was it, two years ago or last year when they were talking all about the media, the media, the media, and look what happened. It all fell flat on the face with that. Games, it's a console for gaming. It's got to be games, games, games. Exactly. We, we can we can play all that, that other stuff or watch all that, that other stuff or interact with it on other media devices. We don't need it from our, our gaming systems. Anything else, Microsoft? Um, not anything crazy that's going to be like Microsoft exclusive. I got a few other things. but Sweet. All right. We'll move on to uh, Sony's press conference. So that takes place on Monday, June, June 12th. Uh, Sam, what was uh, what happened last year? I can remember uh, quite a few. Things. Yes, <laughs> last year's Sony conference was absolutely fantastic. Oh, so good. Um, they had a ton of exclusives. Um, between Detroit Become Human. Um, I'm I'm into that. I I love. I uh, love heavy. Game. I love heavy rain. Yeah. Like our David Cage and Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. Those games are were absolutely fantastic. And it actually took him two years to actually write. Detroit become human, so I'm I'm really excited, and I'm hoping that they're going to show us more at E3. Yeah. Um. But they also had um God of War, yes. which that trailer yeah. was absolutely phenomenal. Well, that's what they kicked it off with yeah. last year. What if a I, way! And if I'm not mistaken, that's still the most viewed individual game trailer from last year, at least on YouTube. Oh, it was absolutely even gorgeous. bigger than Breath of the Wild. So I mean, that was a um, gigantic reveal. Same Heavy Rain. So you, I just going back there. You like that game? I do like that I game. I loved it. I like you guys are yeah. so weird. It's so, it's <laughs> reviewed so badly. Like it was such a boring heavy rain. Did not no after like yeah when it first came out. But it, what do you it play doesn't it hold once? up. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, no, no absolutely. No, no. Heavy rain. I played a lot because there are seventy-seven different the endings to that. that. See, I couldn't. Yes, it was. Oh, okay. Let me let me get let me get started. I hated the twist. Okay, thank you. I hated it too, but I hated it. But I didn't hate the game. Did you know I actually had spoilers for me? Player hate the game. Yeah. No. Yeah. Who was it? I'll beat him up right now. I don't remember. Okay. Just say Adam. Say yeah. Adam. <laughs> you might have been Adam. Mister. No. Uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, I loved it. Like it, it doesn't hold up very well. I played it on the PS4 last year when they re-released it. Um, but I adored that game. The atmosphere was so much fun. I'm, see, I'm huge on story. Well, yeah, isn't that me, one of as, the first me as well. story-driven games that were like thrown into the limelight re- like, yes, at that time? That so. was totally... They beat Telltale to the market. And everyone's exactly. like, oh my gosh, Walking Dead was revolutionary. And I'm like, hey, check out Heavy, Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain, yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And like, if your character died, like that was it. Yep. You, yep. you, you played four main so, characters. I was terrible. I was a cheater. Um, when I picked up that game, I also had like a whole room of people watching me play it and like haggling me the entire time. They're like, a spoiler right now if you haven't played Heavy Rain. But they're like, you let your son die. And I was like, no, I didn't. There was no possible way for me to save Jason. It was <laughs> seven years ago. I think we're okay on spoilers, okay, okay. I should say. Yeah, yeah. I would think. But yeah. um, they were like, you let him die. You're such a terrible father. <laughs> and I'm like, 
kind he of. He was meant to die. I'm sorry. Sam's like, ah, I did it and I do it again. Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> I want to change a thing. What do you think of Beyond Two Souls? See, um, that was another, like those two games, like I love them, but I it was a one time playthrough. Okay, Beyond Two Souls, I only played a second time because it was on PS4, and it wasn't nearly as good as Heavy Rain to me. Like, the story was so good. Yet again, it was, like, a game that I thought, like, when I go back to think about it, I forget that it was an actual game. Like, I'm thinking it was, Mm -hmm. like, a mini-series or it was a movie that I watched because the acting in it was fantastic, Mm -hmm. and I love the story. There was that one hiccup where she goes out into the desert, which I was like, oh, this is unnecessary, but... It needed a little better direction. Yeah, that... It was a mess at times. Yeah, it, it felt like it was, like, going out and then they came back in and i was like all right okay i loved it though i I remember the lead up to that and it was like what is this game about like yeah i don't know the concept was pretty good i did like i like the concept that's what it was i really loved about it i love that she had this like being that was attached to her and how they used it and yeah the endings on that one were not as extensive as heavy rain but i like i said i did play it through a second time heavy rain i played a ton back in the day Um, but i wanted to bring it up because not many people I know have played both of those games, so I wanted to talk about it. So I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed those too. But uh, yeah, uh, back to Sony. What what did they do last year, Sam? Um, they also announced Crash coming back, oh. and which is also releasing June 30th, the Insane Trilogy, which I, I cannot wait. Which has an also a forty dollar price point, which I'm okay with. This sense. one's okay. Yeah. That's a good forty. Yes, yes, this is a good forty. This is not the recore yes. forty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is a remastered forty. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, which perf- we were talking about a perfect summertime game to just, you know, gather everyone up and play all play it together. Oh, yes. Um, but I can't, like, and if you guys are, like, listening to this, you should go and watch the Geeka versus um, <laughs> reaction to Crash Bandicoot being announced last year at E3 because the reactions were priceless. It's all of us sitting on the couch and... I thought I was crazy, but Seth is like just back and forth, <laughs> like shocked. It was just pure bliss. It's a, it is a gift somewhere online. Yeah. I, we've got to find it. His wife made it for us, so I'll, I'll, we'll have to. Emily, you're that. amazing. Yeah, Emily, good call on that. Yeah. I had a little sidebar right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't Kingdom Hearts one point one and two remix? Wasn't that forty dollars price? No, it wasn't. It was forty nine ninety nine. Oh, oh, oh. So you well, I'll be damned. No, no, I was really mad about it because I thought it should have been forty. That's an odd price. Point. you don't see yeah, yeah. well because like 45 yeah. is this ps2 <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i thought i was like i was just like oh it's square enix trying to get an extra ten dollars <laughs> out of you because they made 2.8 59.99 and that was like i i know i'm not happy about yeah that. i know i wasn't either which is why i haven't picked it up yet square enix hey, 20 dollars for a movie yeah exactly i'm not doing it um but yeah so we had crash we had detroit become human uh god of war crash um, they showed Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Neo, Persona Five, Spider Man. Yes. Yes. Um, which looks amazing. Do I'm we have excited. An ETA in that? No. Do you? Do you I don't think, think they're think gonna? So. Ch- you don't think they're gonna try to coincide that with next month's Homecoming? Do you? I don't think it's ready. I honestly think that they're gonna show it at E3 this year okay. again. Um, I'd love to get my hands on that one because yeah. that looks like it's going to be a blast. It does. It, it looks like it's going to be your your classic open world Spider-Man game and it looks fantastic. Thank goodness it's There's Insomniac. So many good ones of those, right? One or two. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about them. <laughs> Sam's Craig is my favorite. I know I'm the devil, but it's just hilarious. <laughs> um, I feel but, like Infamous set kind of you know set like the standard for what you can do with that, though. Like I feel like that's a good groundwork. Oh yeah, to absolutely. From. And you know what? Or I was gonna go into another topic, but I'm not. But if they 
showed another infamous this year that would be awesome i would be pumped for I'd that i'd be down for that yeah i love the second son um but the le- they closed out the sony conference with uh kojima and he yeah. announced his new title called death stranding which was really weird and confusing it, and it, it was had bizarre. it was really bizarre and it had um daryl from the walking dead the yes fetus. yes <laughs> norman Reedus. that's awesome <laughs> And then at PSX, they, they showed off a new trailer, and it was um, Mads Mikkelsen. I'm so excited for that after Hannibal, watching Hannibal and all of that. Oh. oh, dude, Lauren's a big Hannibal fan. Have you guys talked about this? If you, I don't okay. think so. Yep. She, <laughs> Lauren's trying me to, to get me to... Oh, yeah. Take a look. So Lauren got a, a glass at Niagara Falls Comic Con. What does it say, Lauren? This is my design. This is my design, which is pretty cool. With the horns. With the horns. animation of Hannibal. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, man. See, Angry. there you go. And you guys are like similar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that, well, yeah, when Mads Mikkelsen, it was so funny because they showed his mouth and I'm like, that's Mads' mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's got just that kind of like droopy bottom part of his face and you know it's him when you see it. And it was like, oh, man, that's so cool. So I uh, I was a little less weirded out when I saw him because he looked like Caecilius almost from Doctor Strange. I know. He has got such a unique face, but I like it. Oh, yeah. No, it's yeah. It's, it's it's awesome. Yeah. He's just, it's yes, a good looking yes, dude. Yes. But uh, yeah, they had uh, what a, a conference! Ninety minutes, game after game after game. Yes, it was pure perfection. Like PS4 Pro was not out yet, right? It was not. No, it was in the fall last year. Yes, so they didn't even touch on that. Nope, no. I believe they, they touched a really like it was. Okay. It was not a huge basis in their presentation. It was like, yeah, PS4 Pro is coming out in the fall. Here's all our games. Like yes. and you're like, oh okay. <laughs> I I'll, like I said, I'll never forget when they walked out on stage and the crash music started playing. Man, and it go was like, find and that. And the yeah. shadow was like playing underneath it. Oh, I was like, so yes. Cool. I just yeah, yeah Sony. Yeah. Like, man, you guys were awesome. Oh, they showed off. Um, I think Arkham VR. Oh yes, Batman v- Arkham VR. Yep. Battlefront, the the VR mission, mm-hmm. which you know that was kind of cool. I know those were both very very short, uh, not really titles, if you will. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, w- it was stuff to help their brand. Yep. So I think they did a good job getting some hype up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else of of significance there before we shift to this year? Uh, nothing that I can oh, really remember. I think no. So. Yeah, I think covered it all so what, if we didn't i'm sorry no i i think that's it i mean what can we expect this year this year um they because of the pro coming out i don't think that they're going to be re- announcing any new consoles i really don't think it's in their cards right now mm-hmm. they're very game heavy and very uh, exclusive heavy so um i think it's it's all game this year that and i think that and like maybe vr I could deal with another 90 minutes of straight games like yeah. last year. If they did yep. that two years in a row, my goodness. Yep. Sign me up. Oh, yeah. What games uh, would they show for 90 minutes this year, though? We don't know. We didn't know half of those <laughs> yeah. last year. It, yeah. You know what? We, a lot of them were kind of rumored and a little bit leaked. Um, what was I going to say? The They'll show off Uncharted. Oh, yeah. The, the, Legacy. That's, that's a $40 title, yeah. by the way, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, which was DLC for Uncharted 4. Does anyone else have a problem with that price point? $40? Yeah. For, a, for like DLC or for a season pass or no for this Uncharted title specifically no no it should be how long is it going to be do you think I think it's going to be short Six, I want to say they said eight to ten hours I see isn't yeah. it like an average Uncharted game though is like eight to ten hours yes but Uncharted four was fifteen then the multiplayer and just additional stuff afterwards I was hoping for unrealistically twenty <laughs> but. I thought 30 would be okay. So 
I don't know. I don't think that's a day one purchase for me. I think that's a little steep for what is really not a brand oh, new title. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll, don't worry. You can give it a couple months. It'll probably be on sale for 20 bucks. Yeah. That's just how the and market is. I'm very intrigued to play as those characters, too. Like, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Those are two really cool characters from the Uncharted. I loved Chloe. Yeah. I love Chloe. And then um, Nadine. Is that yeah, it? Nadine okay. Rivers, right? I think that's right. Yeah. From yeah. Um, Uncharted 4. No, Uncharted 2 was Nadine, wasn't she? Or no, that was Chloe. Chloe was two. Chloe was two. Yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah. So My B. <laughs> it's a good mix. Other than that, I mean, we'll probably see more of what we saw last year, right? A little bit more of God of War. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think that they're going to be expanding upon like Death Stranding. Um, oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, God of War. Grand, finally, Gran Turismo. Come on, guys. <laughs> get your stuff together. Yeah, right. Um, that was like 12 Forza titles ago that we had. I would <laughs> love another long God of War trailer again because um, I'm, I'm really interested to know what mythology they're going to be going into since it sounds like they're going into Norse. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait. I would love more Spider-Man. Like, I would love to see it. But The Last of Us 2! Yeah, that'll be the I, flagship, right? I really feel like that would be the, the big one, the big naughty dog, like, oh, yeah. the big game. Do they open or close with it? Close. I agree. You close with that game. I, I agree. Have popular opinion. What? It's not please gonna, don't it's tell not me. Hold up. Please don't tell me that you made on uh, Uncharted think, or the Last, Last of, of Us Two is not going to hold up. The, the first one was so great because it was so visually striking, right? I mean, that was a big part of it. You've already got that. What, they they really got to step up the story this time. Don't tell me. Don't get me wrong. Story was great. Great game. But uh, second unpopular opinion right here. Last of Us did not resonate with me as it did ninety nine percent of the gaming population. Don't get me wrong. I really really liked it. But I think my expectations were overhyped for it by the time it came out. I don't know. Like I said, there's little to complain about. It was a quality title. It is a game of the year contender Mm -hmm. back when it came out. Uh, It is a reason to own a PlayStation. But um, I don't know. Just didn't didn't quite strike a chord with me. Sam, you think anything from uh, from software is shown at this? Like Bloodborne, Demon Souls, Dark oh, Souls, yeah, anything definitely. from them? Because you were talking about <laughs> it, yeah, weren't you? Uh, the yeah, Phantom Whale leak on, I think it was on Reddit that this, the one guy leaked it. And uh, it's like mixed martial arts kind of-y. And I guess it, I, there's a lot that this guy leaked. And he's got a, apparently got a good track record about it. But yeah, it's not like weapon-based. It's mixed martial arts. I think they said more yeah i think they said more hand-to-hand they said not many weapons and they said a lot a lot of customization which does kind of go with from software a lot of people assume they had bloodborne 2 coming but bloodborne was a one-off in my opinion so i don't think you'll ever see a bloodborne 2 so and then with dark souls being dead at least for now but um I guess we'll see how this game turns out. I don't know if we'll see it at the Sony press conference or not, but both of those franchises sold way too well for them not to yeah. be scooped up at some point. Like, no. Oh yeah. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it'll have to, I mean the past year, look at Neo, the yeah. surge. Uh, let's see what else. There's a bunch of games like in that genre, the new dark soul is they made their own genre because of the games. So, yep. Would it be so disappointing if we found out it was just a UFC game? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh don't my do that God. to me. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'd be oh. so upset. You reviewed Neo for us, I think. Neo and the Surge. I did both, so. Uh, do you remember what you scored Neo? I think it was an 8, a 7, 7.5 or an 8, I want to say, out of 10. I think 7.5 is what you gave it, so quality title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was a great yeah. game, and it, for what it was, it was a great game. It was not a good successor to the Dark Souls series, but it was a great game for what it was. Sure. 
Any any other leaks on Microsoft and in, uh, excuse me Sony before we move on to Nintendo? Um, I think that they're definitely going to be showing Hellblade, which looks hmm. fantastic. Who's developing that? Um, I'd have to look it up. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but it's about a girl who has to travel through. I think it's through hell, and like the thing, the monsters that manifest are actually her own like um, demons that she fights, and it looks amazing. It feels a lot. It looks like. A mixture of Horizon Zero, or yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn with like Heavenly Sword. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. yeah, it looks really good, okay. and like, it looks beautiful. Um, I am hoping that they'll show a little bit more of um, Final Fantasy VII the remake, but I mean, they already ruined it. So <laughs> <laughs> you just like have the worst like gaming loves that they've just messed with your emotions what an abusive relationship final fantasy it's all square enix's fault here comes kingdom hearts unleash the beast kingdom hearts 3 what's going on folks it's hitman i (laughs) i don't even want to waste my breath talking about it it's coming out unfinished there's no they've pretty much said it's coming out in 2018 finished or not jeff make sure she can't get to the knives yeah what okay yeah oh lindy's gonna have to wait yeah yeah all right, so Kingdom Hearts 3. It's been Hitman. They said it's coming out 2018, finished or unfinished, which kind of like Hitman came out unfinished and they added to it and it became a great game. Gross. <laughs> became an okay game. <laughs> Better. If Square Enix was one person, I would fight them and they would die. I just <laughs> loved the insipid groan from Josiah. Like, it wasn't even a full blown groan. It just. <laughs> I just it like barely showed up. At this point, I'm like so worried that even if the game comes out, it's going to be terrible. Like that's just how I feel about Kingdom Hearts. It's been it, what did it come out in? The second one came out in 2005. Something like that. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, it's it's been insane. You kept, you're playing through some of the Kingdom Hearts series, yeah, right? Yeah, I played through the first. I watched the videos for the first ones. I've played one. I've played. Uh, let's see, what have I played? Rechain of Memories. I play. I watched the 3652 video. Uh, I played through two, and what was the other one on there? Oh, there was one other one I was playing through, too, that I played through. Birth by Sleep? Oh, Birth by Sleep, yes. Played through them all in uh, two and a half weeks. That shows how much time I have on my hands. And um, I <laughs> loved them, the whole, I loved them all. Seriously. But I kind of spoiled. I like, I like, let's see. I kind of spoiled a lot by playing Birth by Sleep first, and it kind of spoiled me because I went back to the first, and I was like, this is not that great. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, I played it. It was a great game. I enjoyed it. I also used a walkthrough for all of them. So I'm sorry when it came out in, oh my gosh, 2002, 2001, 2002. I had to. Like, there were so many treasure chests that you had to get. There was no way I was going to find them all without a walkthrough. But no, and that game was so hard. You know, it was so hard when it first came out. It's so irritating. Sam's usually so quiet. She's come across so loud on this podcast. <laughs> all we gotta do is mention Kingdom Hearts. It's no, fantastic. all you have to man- like mention is Square Enix, and my hate just pours through me. I am so mad at you, Square Enix. You, you have like, me down what, so that, much. What does that shape look like? Is that like a square? And she'll go, I'll tell you about square. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, just, she has a twitch in her eye. It's like, it's ugly, folks. Oh, God. Got Jeff guarding the knives. Anyway, Jeffrey Pops. Yeah. <laughs> Our Polish pierogi. What is going on with Nintendo? What happened last year briefly, and what can we expect this year? All right, well, get comfortable, because what they did last year, this is uh, this is a long list. Drum roll. <laughs> Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all they needed, just like the launch of the Switch. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was their big, that was their show horse last year. I mean, they talked a little bit about Pokemon Sun, Moon. Um, showed off a lot of Pokemon Go last year. 
And then obviously that took over the world for a few months and then died off. Um, this year, they've already confirmed that um, the Nintendo Spotlight, which is going to be their version of the Nintendo Direct presentation, is only around 30 minutes. So it's it's a pretty brief one. It's the, concise. Yes, it is starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, here. And then, uh, let me see. Yeah. It's going to be new. Yep. Yeah. So that, yeah, that'll be 9 a.m. where you guys are. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so that's why. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and then so then noon, and then as soon as it's done, around like 12:30 p.m., they're talking here Eastern Standard Time. They're going right into the Treehouse Direct, which is going to be like a you know 24/7 showing off demos, showing off interviews with the developers, things like that. Uh, so it doesn't sound like this direct is gonna you know they're calling it Nintendo Spotlight. Doesn't sound like it's gonna be all that meaty. I'm hoping they kind of just you know don't worry about exposition. I just hope they show a tidal wave of games. So here's my question for you. Why would they have a Pokemon Direct six days before E3? Why? I, I've given up How trying to figure out some of they, Nintendo's rationale. They, they <laughs> never show. They've never shown Pokemon at an E3. It's always been a separate thing. But uh, the Treehouse Live event that they did, they did. They sh- they played Pokemon Sun and Moon for like yeah. a good hour, and I was so annoyed. I was right. like, I don't care. Oh, Show yeah. me something else. It was bizarre. Like, they were just showing two people playing this game. They're like, oh, now you go here. And I'm like, okay. It was like they forgot. They're like, oh, wait, E3 is this yeah, week. They're, 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 like, they're like, oh, wait, people are watching us. I was like, yeah, I'm not. this isn't Twitch. I am not watching. What are we going to do? Pokemon. Go play Pokemon for a few hours. Yeah, yeah. Go play Pokemon. Everyone will watch it. It'll be great. Like, <laughs> And we did. Yeah, we don't because they didn't. Last year, they didn't show anything with the Switch because they didn't want nope, to. Nothing. Not it was that. all hush. So all they had to fill that void was. Breath of the Wild. And, and, and not Pokemon. even the Switch version. Yeah, it, was it was the Wii U, Wii U version. Breath we got nothing to Switch until what, October? Yeah, it was, yeah, that was the reveal. And then we really didn't get details until January of this year. So, yeah. I mean, you think of 2016, they barely, we barely knew anything about the Switch. And we were worried. We were. I was very worried. <laughs> With good reason. Yeah. And I'm uh, glad they proved us wrong. Um, I feel like similar this year then. I mean, like, the, you know, like I said, Breath of the Wild was their show horse last year. I feel like Mario Odyssey is going to be their show horse for this year. They've Agreed. already. Oh, absolutely. That's literally the one game that they've actually outright confirmed. Everything else is just, you know, inferences and things like that here. But Mario Odyssey is definitely going to be their, you know, front and center for them. Um, I think they might try and do the same thing again, try an all in approach that and hope it steals the show like breath of the wild um i i'm convinced mario odyssey is going to be bigger than breath of the wild this year it's going to sell more copies and it's going to be a better game than breath of the wild you made this prediction in january yes i did make that prediction you think it's going to sell more copies mario 3d mario best-selling game of like last month by far you think it's going to sell more copies yeah for sure Mar- People 3D- have to be able to get the Switch before they can buy this game, though. They can't get a Switch right now. It's going to come out in uh, holiday time, so there will be a lot of Switches out by then, uh, at least more than what Breath of the Wild is So this on. calendar and year just, was your prediction before December yeah. 31st? Yeah. Okay. Uh, d- Mar- 3D Marios always sell better than 3D Zeldas. 3D Marios have far more um, reach and just far greater appeal than Zelda games do, even one like Breath of the Wild. I'm, I, I, I love I that prediction because that now. it's... It's so bold. Yeah, look at my face. Uh, Jeff. Look, yeah. I want you to remember this face. And it, I, it's going to be, a, in, in a lot of ways, and I've said this before, it's similar to what Breath of the Wild did for Zelda, which was it's really taking the huge leap for the franchise that Mario, oh, totally. pl- uh, Mario platformers have needed. Oh, yeah. Um, that it's basically open. I mean, it is open world. It's going back to that style that you saw in like Mario Sunshine, Mario 64, um, less linearity, just these huge sprawling levels where, yeah, there are certain objectives that you have to give to, but if you want, you can just run around, do whatever you want, jump up, whatever you want, fight whatever enemies you want. I can't wait for Odyssey. I'm- I have a bone to pick with that game. With what? Why? Uh, Odyssey. Okay. 
because they messed up. Mario has a certain height. He's got a cannon height. <laughs> and now these people he's running around in supposedly like New York City type thing are giant. They're, it's, they're it's, like no, eight it's, or nine foot, It's right? New Donk City. Oh, okay. New, New Donk City. But they're like eight or nine <laughs> foot comparatively because he, I think they want to say he's, I want to say he's like five foot four or something like that. It's his cannon height. Listen, listen, we... We, by we, I mean Jeff. Jeff has actually met Mario. Yeah. <laughs> well, we saw that. Four, right? No, no. Mario's voice actor, Charles Martinet, is actually a gigantic man. Uh, <laughs> He's got to be 6'4 or something. He, I mean, he towered over me. So that was pretty awesome. You yeah. signed your oh, so cool. Super Mario Galaxy? Yep. My, he signed the, the uh, what do you call it? Like the... The insert. The, yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, check it out. It's an awesome picture of them online. Oh, that was one of the coolest experiences in my life. Guy is just bursting with energy. I mean, he he is Mario. Like, I mean, that's just him in part. Like, he's yeah, not dude. acting. If uh, So, do you see online today the uh, the Splatoon Pro Controller? Yeah, I did. Beautiful. That's good. That You know, I was talking to you recently that I have to get a Pro Controller. That for might Switch. be it for that me. That might be it, yeah. It is colorful. Uh, it It's just, it's awesome. You yeah. got to check it out. I, I saw it on Reddit, I think. Um, and then IGN posted something about it, so uh, check that out. I've, I've got to pick one up, and I think that'll be it. You I think, think what's that? Yep. Oh, I was gonna say I, I I'm sure we'll see Splatoon at this because that comes out the next month. Um, that's gonna be another huge hit for the Switch. Um, the You'll, original. You Wii think U. they'll show Arms because uh, Arms doesn't come out until the 16th. Yeah, I mean that's literally that week. I feel like the, yeah. Well, no, they're, they're, technically there's already one out. They had the they, well, the beta. Yeah. yeah, it was only like weekends. I, I have a feeling this is a bit different now. Going into <laughs> I, it. Maybe. Um, what was your impression of arms? I really only played it for about an hour from that demo. Um, I only played it with the motion controls. So I feel like I've only played it like half the way that it could be played. I was a little underwhelmed. I didn't like the motion controls at all. Um, the other thing I didn't like was, and this will be something, it, this was just, it was a very scaled down demo, obviously. So the full game will give you a much broader experience, but um, any multi-battle. So like uh, three-way free-for-all, two-on-twos, terrible absolute messes the only way i can see this game being even remotely competitive and compelling is when you're playing one-on-one i uh, i don't think this title has a lot of potential well that it, should maybe be in the 40 price range yeah. <laughs> what um it is. i'm sorry they made one two switch 50 dollars <laughs> and i made bomberman super bomberman uh r 50 dollars one two switch should have been a pack in title it but it was a blast bundled i'll tell you <laughs> beta brought it over when it first came or you know a few weeks after the switch came out we had a blast with it it was uh interesting i seth and i had the basically uh shoot off what's the word i'm looking for shoot out shoot out why did i say shoot off anyway shoot out. uh <laughs> yeah and yeah. lindy thought seth was playing with him and jumped up and seth like smacked lindy oh. and it oh, was no. the, you got him in the side. You, you can't. <laughs> this dog's indestructible. It was just really funny and awkward for about two seconds. But uh, yeah, I can tell you why. Why arms is failing right now? Straight as day. Because it's called arms. Yeah. <laughs> because Splatoon, they they completely redesigned what a shooter was with Splatoon. It was a huge hit. Yeah. Now they're trying to redesign the fighting game, and it's not gonna be a hit. You got. They tried once and they succeeded. But it what sounds exhausting. Chance? Yeah. <laughs> what is the chance that's gonna work again? It's not. And they've got other fighters available for their fans. I mean, Pokémon Tournament DX just got announced literally today. Um, so the, the, that's going to be the Wii U version with additional characters, additional online modes, um, just some other gameplay modes. So that comes out in September. That's right around the corner. Um, we're definitely going to get a new Smash at some point. I don't think we'll see it at this E3, but I feel like we're going to see the Wii U and 3DS versions combined into one Super Smash DX. Yeah, pretty much like a deluxe version, yeah. almost like Mario Kart 8 was. You know, some new characters, maybe some new levels. It would be smart for them to do that. It'd be a nice holdover. They can work on other titles. Yep. They, like we said, a lot of uh, Switch people didn't have a wii u 
mm-hmm. so they missed out on it yeah so it's like a brand new game at uh, some point in this direct they literally do this every single presentation they're gonna have probably like a five minute sequence where they just show off a um just a sequence of rpgs so we'll probably see xenoblade 2 most likely a trailer for that and hopefully a release date they keep saying 2017 for that um, it's only been about two and a half years since the last one, so that's a relatively quick turnaround for that franchise. But they continue to assure us that it's 2017. Sounds a bit ambitious to me, but hey, definitely, we'll see what happens. There. I hope it does because the Switch definitely needs another big single-player game until Mario Odyssey. Right now, it's basically just Breath of the Wild if you're looking for a single-player title. Well, they have the rumor about... Well, not rumor, but Skyrim is supposedly yeah. coming out for it, so that's a good one-player like game. That's thinking. pretty much confirmed. Yeah, yeah, September, we'll October. In, like, September, October. Yeah. Um, ho- hopefully, we see one of the Dragon Quest games. There's literally four right now being made for it. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Ten port, both of the Dragon Quest Warrior games, and then Dragon Quest Eleven, which doesn't have a release date yet for the Switch. It has a release date for its PS4 and 3S, uh, 3DS versions. So, ho- I mean, hopefully we get something on that soon. Uh, Monster Hunter Double Cross was just announced for, yeah, Monster. just announced for the Switch. They, I believe, only announced it for Japan, but I'm sure it's going to come to America if they're bringing it to Switch. It's, that's just a no-brainer at this point. They've been mo- a lot more consistent about releasing the mainline Monster Hunter games now over in the West. So that's, I'm sure we'll get something out of that. That's going to be another big one. Monster Hunter is crazy big in Japan. That's one of the biggest oh, yeah. sellers over there. I hope they have um, a Bravely, another Stop Bravely it. game. Stop it right out. now. Hold on, Sam. I'm sorry. What Stop happened? It. What did you do? What did you do, Joe? All I said was like Gamera. Come on. It was a little funny. Okay. So if you don't know, uh, 2016, on the Geek of Our, the geek of our Show, <laughs> the geek of this, uh, we had a show to talk about our uh, the movies that we were looking forward to most in that year and Jeff's was Gamera and it never came out and it was really funny <laughs> so it's hysterical it was, isn't it just hilarious he was just like this he got really sassy it was really funny so at Niagara Falls Comic Con there was a copy of Gamera I know I know it's not that rare it's just funny okay <laughs> so I wanted him to pose with it he goes no I don't think I need to do that <laughs> I did say so, it was like that so <laughs> Gip came out yeah that inflection well, was not here on. yes yeah. it, it was out just not in the US which is no weird. no it wasn't out at all they released that trailer and it was apparently just a proof of concept trailer because the movie never oh, came out of japan that's even funnier hilarious back on nintendo can i have say something that yeah. i'm kind of not ashamed i'm kind of ashamed of Whoa. i didn't know the switch had a touch screen actually a lot of people didn't realize I didn't, that re- i was because, like swiping by it the one yep. time i was like holy crap <laughs> no you are not the only screen. person uh because they barely talked about it at all up until the release do any of the games even use it yet i don't think so right I'm trying to think of a game that would. And I, I mean, I got, maybe like some of those indie games, like those downloads. I got Disgaea I, or Zelda, however it is. Disgaea? And it's still, yeah. the, you can't, it's not a touchscreen. That's a perfect Yeah, yeah. Disgaea would it, make sense. Yeah, I thought that Zelda was was going to be a touchscreen game too, but it wasn't. Well, you look at that menu system in Breath of the Wild and it's obviously built from Wii U. Yeah. So yeah. touchscreen would have made sense there. Almost upported. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But... Oh, I was saying. Uh, um, so I was saying. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Like you wanted to say something. Um, uh, a third, the because like, um, bravely default. Um, and came out with uh, bravely end layer. It was bravely second, the end layer. Yeah. Well, at the end of it, they hinted to a third one. So I'm mm. hoping that they talk about the third one during the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, I mean they're definitely keeping 3ds alive between Ever Yay. Oasis, New Pikmin this summer. 
Hey, um, Pikmin! Right. Yeah. Like I said, Monster Hunter Double Cross just came out. Monster Hunter Stories is coming out in America this year, which is basically Pokemon with Monster Hunters. It's like, like the monsters instead. Yeah. Um, they just announced then today Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon for Pokemon. I mean, that that literally probably cost them about $10 to make, but it's going to sell <laughs> millions of copies. So that's a no-brainer for them. Nintendo, yeah. stop! Just milking that dry. Milking oh my dry. gosh, that poor cow. It'll sell. It'll sell. And like I said, it, it's going to cost them nothing to make those two games and they're going to sell millions of copies this holiday. Yep. So it's going to keep the 3DS relevant for just a little bit longer to ensure that, you know, hey, Switch, just give Switch a little bit more time to build its installed base if they ever want to go to that as their single primary platform. Because they're obviously yep. a little bit Which leery. will happen, I believe. Yeah, oh, it's going to happen. It's just that they're leery about it. I mean, they've done, you know, their two, platform system for decades now game boy and then their home console they're a little bit leery obviously about going to just one system because then there's no safety net if god forbid it fails any uh, any closing thoughts on nintendo microsoft or sony before we wrap up segment two i, I will just say one more thing okay we're definitely going to see the breath of the wild dlc yeah. Nintendo oh, yeah. oh yeah yeah um, i would expect them to give price and release date or i'm sorry just release date they've already announced the price price was 24 first. yes I, or sorry 20 for the two because okay. there's two packs they're gonna announce the release date for that first one which is like a uh challenge mode where you just fight a bunch of enemies after you know one after another and then i you know i really hope we see a trailer for this new story they're talking about in the second dlc pack i can't wait yeah, i'm hoping it's like a blood and wine deal or it's like a 10 15 hour story something that's pretty meaty oh a I new, can't, you know yes. maybe a new dungeon or two in there some new enemy types keep really it going good, yeah. i will play breath of the wild forever if you just keep releasing new dlc and i've never said that about anything i mean that game has the perfect foundation to make an id like like literally the perfect zelda you can make the definitive ultimate zelda with that foundation they have in that game so i hope they continue to build off it yep Cool. So we covered a lot, obviously. I know that's a lot to digest, but uh, we're excited for E3. We'll come back with one more segment. We'll have our G3 trivia, uh, kind of closing thoughts on what we want to see, uh, in short, for the conference next week, and a few plugs as well. So we'll be right back with Geeks Got Games, sponsored by Oogie Games, after this. Before we get to your regularly scheduled programming, I want to remind you that we have an email list that you can subscribe to for free, and we won't spam you. And you'll get constant geek updates right to your inbox. Check it out on thegeekiverse.com. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Geek Scott Game. We've got Pav KK. That's right. You got a nickname, buddy. <laughs> and Sammy B with me. I'm Josiah. Uh, so we talked a lot about E3 and we're not done yet. Uh, let's jump right into G3 trivia. I, I forgot the standings. I'll have to go back and figure out who's where. Obviously, we've got some different people on this week. But I think what we were doing is if Sam stumps all of us, she gets a point in the standings. If we get it. So like if, if I get it, I get a point. Pavlak would get a point you would get a point for your individual standings. So sounds about right. Sammy, what is the question of the week? Uh, The question of the week is, first of all, I apologize if it's super easy. I was like, Oh yeah. No, it's reverse psychology. Okay. 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 Um, The question is, what was the best selling video game for the N64? No, that's not easy. Of all time. Oh man. Oh crud. Also, (laughs) nobody say it out loud. Just, you don't want to, because we have multiple choice. Okay. All right, so let's hear the options. All right. A, 
GoldenEye007. B, Super Mario 64. C, Mario Kart 64. Or D, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Oh, I'm going to beat myself up over this. How is this easy? Those are all incredible. I'm I'm pretty sure I know this. Yeah, I'm not 100%. What are you doing, public? No, I'm I'm writing my answer down. I'm writing my answer down, people. Okay, okay. It's cool, man. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got to know. Okay. All so, right. GoldenEye, Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Ocarina of Time. Oh, man. We might have mentioned this on one of our... No, we didn't. I feel like we did. That's why I was wondering if this was really easy. No. Not that it makes yeah. it easy. This but... never came up. Okay. Something similar to it. I think we were talking about how much... Well, I mean, basically that... Never mind. I'm not going to go okay, with that. I've, okay. I've got my answer circled. Kevin, right. do you, you're good? Yeah. I'm gonna you, hate, am I supposed to write this down? Or no, can you, I, you can go first because you didn't write I'm gonna it down. I'm going to hate myself <laughs> if I got uh, this wrong. My guess is Super Mario 64. Okay. Uh, okay. Just I, want to make sure. I did the same. Super Mario 64. I B. said D, Ocarina of Time. You guys want to know what the answer is? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's why we're here. Okay. It is actually Super Mario 64. Thank God. It's funny. Um, Pav just um, he did. Uh, what did he? He gave away the answer in he the did. beginning of the podcast he when did. he said that Zelda or Mario is always outsold a Zelda. True. And he also said Mario, I didn't hear that at all. 3D Mario is always outsell too. You yeah. did mm. say that. That's where I kind of got the idea. And that's it. why Mario Odyssey is going to outsell Breath of Wild. Thank you very much for thinking about it. And we came full circle here at the Gigaverse. <sighs> we always tie it back together, don't we? We did indeed. All right, so point for each of you guys. Yeah, and Jay totally uh, figured it out. She mouthed the answer in the, from the living room before the choices were even given. And she's like, did I get it right? And I was like, yes, you did. Do you know did. how those stack up, by the way, in relation to each other? Oh, yeah, I can give you, uh, yeah, I'll give you the numbers about how many units <laughs> were sold. Ocarina yeah. Time was somewhere between 7 and 8 million. Okay, only. so. It's not that crazy. You ready? Yeah. Super Mario 64 sold 11 million or 11.89 million copies. Mario 64, uh, Mario Kart 64 sold 9.87 million copies. Those all feel low. GoldenEye yeah. sold 8.09 million wow, copies. Wow, you were the worst. Yeah, shut up, KK. <laughs> I was going to say it. <laughs> Ocarina of Time I'm sold 7.6. <laughs> million copies <laughs> of the game. And 64 didn't really have a huge install base. It was only around 30 to 35 million hardware units sold, I think. Because place, the original PlayStation just took o- took over at the time. Yeah. I'm upset right now. <laughs> I wasn't even, like, close. <laughs> <laughs> In a multiple choice. Yeah, I would say um, there was only, th- like, 32.9.2 or 32.92 million uh, N64s that were sold. I didn't know that. I would have guessed like 55. It was 5.54 million units in Japan and 20.63 million in America. Mm. Yes. Well, I'll be damned. All right. Well, I suck. But you guys did a good job, and Sammy did a great job with the question. Kevin's Thank perfect. You. Uh, he's he's one, one. one for one. Don't let it go to his head. <laughs> <laughs> he's banned. He's banned a 1.0 right now. No, 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 no. You'll never see me on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not going to see him for like two years now. Yeah. Oh, Kevin. I don't know what's more frustrating, Kevin Kapsiak or uh, Kevin McAllister. You totally just <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Do you realize what you just did? I, I told you, I'm Michael. <laughs> I'm Michael totally Scott. just had an office moment there. Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> you got to do the, you can't see it you know, on the podcast, but the little head. Oh, gosh. All right. 
Well, well, we'll wrap things up here. What is one thing, no matter how crazy or how unrealistic it might be, that you want to see at E3 this year? I want Bayonetta 3 right now <laughs> <laughs> at this very moment. Okay. Kevin. I mean, mine comes with a little bit of a tinfoil hat theory here. Okay. I think Borderlands 3 is going to be shown. And the reason is, you see these top streamers on Twitch with uh, Summit and... Uh, you point it towards yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There you go. <laughs> I tried to subtly yeah. uh, uh, twist Kevin's mic and it didn't work. You okay. See, uh, you saw like Summit and you see a bunch of these popular streamers who get 100,000 people playing the old Borderlands games out of nowhere. And theoretically, if they were sponsored, you'd have to see it, that it was sponsored. I think Gearbox was like... We're not going to sponsor you just yet, but if you play our games now and get the people in now, when the new games come out, we'll throw some money your way, you'll get the game for free, and then you'll have those same retention that you had before. So I think that Gearbox is going all out, they're getting all interest in their game now, and I think we're going to see Borderlands 3. Interesting. Where do you think it comes up? Would uh probably in the uh, what is it Coliseum or whatever what is it called yeah yeah E three Coliseum yeah because all right all right yeah uh, that's do you, think I think. It, do you think it's possible it shows during Microsoft's press conference um I feel like that would be a good fit yeah that's yeah. what I was thinking too I think with Scorpio I think I think pretty much I think every game from here on out that's not a exclusive is going to be shown on Scorpio just because its capabilities so I think yes I think it would probably be shown at Microsoft if it's shown okay well Sam. Does it happen to involve uh, Schmingdom Schmartz? Um, it does not. It does not. Square Enix, because you ruined it. It's probably going to be crap. <laughs> Square Enix people never, ever, ever, let me reiterate, ever run into Sam Benzinski. No, seriously. She will murder you. I will. I'll, I'll be like Liam I will find you. She was so the first close. No, I wasn't. So I wasn't close. Really you looked like you were going to. No. Were you just saying it for like a fact? No, I was going to say I was going to find you and I will oh. kill you. Oh. Even now I thought she was going to say it. <laughs> I will mess you up, man. Can we, can we try to get like an uh, interview with them So and Sam has to do it? Please. It, this is how it would go. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a white glove and I want to slap him with it. Second, so, who do you think you are? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, no, I am not holding my breath for Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm not even excited about it anymore. Honestly, at this point, it's going to be so broken and crap when it comes out. I, I will be so happy if they prove me wrong, but I am just so mad about it. So what are you looking forward to? What are you hoping I'll just roll six. Oh, that's not a bad choice. Oh, God, Bethesda, please. Not a bad <laughs> yeah, mm, I... Well, Kevin's like, no. Shut the hell up, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked you, Kevin. Are you going to be Toby? You're going to be the next Toby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not a good nickname. All right. Uh, so... Uh, what about you, Josiah? I don't have anything crazy oh, at all. I boring. Mine's obvious. I mean, I, I would love to see Star Wars 1313 resurrected. Uh, maybe that's the title that um, Dead Space developers are working on. I'm excited for Battlefront 2. I am excited, but I know that's coming. I don't know. And the, did you see what we're seeing? Like what the footage is? It's going to be the battle on the Battle of Theed. You're showing off Phantom Menace battles here? Like, oh my um, gosh. You could be excited. Maybe they'll come out with the demo Listen, the day of or the beta. I, we are making a trip over to EA's thing, Adam, Seth, and I, and I'll be damned. I'm going to play that. Even if it is Theed. If Square Enix does have a booth 
can you slap one of them for me? <laughs> <laughs> they do, Just kidding. Let me no, borrow really. a white glove and okay, I'll do please it for do you. It. <laughs> <laughs> I get kicked out. We should have Adam do it. Just to be safe. Oh, perfect. Adam, if yes. you're listening, would you slap Square Enix for us? It's a win yes. right? Yes. <laughs> That's a, a great stamp for our first E3 here at the Geekiverse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, the <laughs> They'll other- be like, we're sorry you're not invited to the next one. <laughs> Reasons. What is your name? Adam Herr? Yeah. <laughs> Gene Williams? Yeah, so I another thing that I want, if there's one person I could meet at E3, it would be Greg Miller of Kind of Funny. Oh. Uh, he is an inspiration for me. I listened to him for years on IGN. Big fan. I, I would adore uh, just talking to him for a few minutes. I you know Probably not likely, but that would be a nice thing. If not him, Phil Spencer. Uh, he just seems like a cool guy. Oh, Kevin's rolling his <laughs> eyes. What a right? hipster. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want the exclusive. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, wrapping things up, where can we find everybody on the social medias? I'll uh, wait till Pavlox's yeah. yawn Sorry, is let done. Sorry, out of the way. You did a good job. Oh, no. And now Sam is, and then Kevin's probably going to Oh, my gosh. It's so contagious. They are contagious. Uh, Mr. Pavlock. Yeah. Where can people talk to you about Nintendo-related items, and what are you working on for the Geekiverse? You can find me on Twitter, at Jeffrey Pavs, and I got a bunch of stuff in the pipeline for Geekiverse. Next week, uh, I will be leading our war room, day one, for Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Th- thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Boom. Uh, and then I will also be doing a giant or whatever kind of size recap for Nintendo Spotlight. It'll be in relation to Nintendo's press conference. Whatever size that thing turns out to be. (laughs) And then, Sam, we are doing a double take on Geekly Hump Day, if I'm not mistaken. We are indeed. Five best things we saw at E3, five worst things we thought saw at E3. Yes, yes. I uh, I look forward to it. Uh, Kevin. All right, you can find me on Twitter at at Kevin Goot. Boop. and then uh, I'm working on my Kingdom Hearts reviews, finally. Way, 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 way late. <laughs> well, you better beat two before you do this review. I'm looking right at you. She <laughs> and then I will also be at the War Room. I will be the uh, resident chef bringing pizza for everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> resident chef. I love it. You're going to be the <laughs> chef, and you're going to be helping out uh, Jamie with uh, some of the video footage. Yes, yes, and yes, hopefully yes, podcasts, because I'd love to phone oh, yeah, in. Yes, yes. I've planned on it. So. Love to, uh, you know, I, it'll blow Adam's mind with the mind uh, or, you know, the time difference. The time difference. <laughs> He'll just be like, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to be like, how's the future, guys? You'll never believe what happened, Adam. <laughs> oh, Adam, we, we love you. <laughs> That's a lie. No, I'm just Sammy, uh, you're not on Twitter, but you're on Instagram. I am at Little Beans and Taco Cat, where <laughs> you can see all my cute dog and cat posts. All <laughs> right. Like a, so we have commercials during these podcasts. Can we make that like a, a thing? <laughs> yes. You can see all my posts on things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it is a like a commercial, I want to be eating a burrito. <laughs> yes. I just want you to have like a very mundane blah face eating, just be like. I like beans (laughs) and tacos. I uh, I I would love for that to happen. Like I said, green screen is here (laughs) at this quote unquote studio, so we'll we'll make it happen. Yes. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, so I'm I'm on on Twitter at Josiah D. Leroy. Same on Instagram. And uh, you can find all my ramblings there. Not limited to geek stuff. Uh, Lots of lots of hockey talk. So uh, go Predators. Go Preds. Um, 
Yes. And Sam is for... Yep. Go Preds. I'm going to make this three to one. Did you say Penguins? Yes, he did. Only because I called them on the bracket. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I had Penguins as well. Yeah, exactly. But but I'm fine with Nashville. They were the 16th seed technically, so... They were, which is pretty awesome. I was at the the store. I had a PK Subban Pred shirt on, and a woman was like, Go Preds! And I'm like, yeah! And she's like, do you have any Nashville ties? I'm like, I don't. I'm just rooting for the Preds right now. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. PK Subban. Like, he's my role model. And she was like, well, uh, we're from here, meaning Buffalo. We moved to Nashville, and we're season ticket holders there. I'm like, hey, that's funny. I'm a Sabre season ticket holder. Completely different season, but, you know, it's all good. She's like, don't worry. They'll, they'll get there one day. It's a wild scene down there right now. So I was like, you know, that's a nice little boost of confidence. But, uh, Sam, uh, you – so this comes out Thursday – by then, we will have a Geekly Hump Day on E3 preparation yep. for some things that the group wants to see. Yep. Every, like It's what we want to see um, announced at E3. Like in your wildest imagination, yeah, yeah. realistic It could be something not. crazy, you know, like Half-Life 3, happen. you know, could stuff be like, like hey, that. I'm excited for Destiny 2, you know? Yeah, it, it exactly. A number yeah. of things. Yeah. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, we've got a lot going on at the Geekiverse. So we had our Wonder Woman review and spoiler cast go up this week. Uh, Jeff wrote that. Babe Tank. Babe Tank. Hashtag Babe Tank. Hashtag Babe Tank. All the way. <laughs> uh, we'll have a, a lot more coverage on E3. And Sam, where can people tune in on the social media to find the Geekiverse? Um, you can tune in at facebook.com slash the Geekiverse. Um, Twitter or Instagram at the underscore Geekiverse. Or youtube.com slash the Geekiverse. Which will have videos right here from the home war room in Buffalo. And we'll have a ton of... From the showroom floor in Los Angeles, I'm going to be a zombie, and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to hear your stories. <sighs> My voice is going to be gone by the end of the week. It's just going to be awesome. So as we mentioned, uh, Seth Zelinsky, Adam Her, and I will be there in Los Angeles for our first ever E3. Uh, so we'll be bringing you coverage there. We'll have written and video content. Uh, we'll phone in for some of the podcasts that these guys are doing here. Uh, they'll be providing some coverage from Buffalo, whether that is written audio or video. Uh, audio, you can listen to our podcasts on some. SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, it is uh, the way to go to be in the know. We, we've got a lot going on these days. We've got a uh, giveaway for YouTube. If you subscribe to our YouTube, and once we hit 300 subscribers, uh, we're giving away a loot crate uh, that Kevin has for us. Uh, so there's some good stuff in there. There's a Star Wars coloring book. There's a, a rocket something or other. Rocket and Groot. Rocket and Groot action figure-ish kind of thing. I can't remember what it it's was. It's like a pop. It's like a pop yeah, final thing. Yeah, kind of like, and it's Baby Groot, so that's awesome. Uh, there's a shirt in there. There's uh, some Destiny patches. So please subscribe to us over at youtube.com slash thegeekiverse. Um, in wrapping things up, I think I mentioned everything I wanted to mention. There's a lot today. Um, I mentioned earlier that I would like to meet Greg Miller uh, on their show podcast Beyond uh, on IGN when uh, Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller were running that show. They had a segment called Ryan's Wrap-Up. I'm totally stealing that and calling it JoJo's Jukebox. <laughs> I've wanted to do that for a long time. So uh, I recent, recently left uh, a band called Modern Gentlemen uh, with some very, very good friends of mine that we were uh, a part of here in Western New York in the greater Buffalo area. Um, I wish them all the best. They are incredible guys, and I hope you support them. We did release a short EP last year called This Is How It Starts. Um, and this is going to be the track called Composure. So you can listen to that. You can check those guys out on SoundCloud. They're amazing, amazing guys, and uh, you won't regret listening to them. 
So if you want to hear your band on this show, uh, you can submit your song to Josiah D. Leroy at thegeekiverse.com. That is the email we'll use for that. Uh, we'll listen to it and, and see what we got. But for Pavlok, KK, Sam, I'm Josiah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you soon. <laughs>